Welcome to episode 61 of Beyond the Blade here on the Grandstand Sports Network, the best view in sports. I am your co-host, Chad Didemenesis. And I'm your other co-host, Bill Shockey. And Chad, the Sabres don't play tonight. I mean, maybe that's... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the bad news is, yes, they don't play tonight, but they uh, are scheduled to get their heads kicked in by Pittsburgh tomorrow. So that'll be... That'll be... uh, a fun game to watch, especially if Scandell doesn't play. I mean, I know he was sick today, uh, but I mean, the way it works, I mean, he's sick and then he'll have, I don't know. Like, like I think you said the plague or something tomorrow and he'll be out <laughs> for the next four months. And it's just, it, it's unbelievable. And I don't know. We were talking a little bit before we had to hit the record button because you were getting fired up before it even started. It's just, I, I'm at a point with this team where I don't, I don't even know what to say. I mean, we talked about this a little bit before. I feel like we're doing the, we're recording the same podcast every week. It's mm-hmm. it's just, it's and it's been this way for three years. Like, you know, it's it's oh they're gonna they're gonna get a little bit better. Oh look at they had a good game and oh wait they had two bad games. You have oh you have Florida and Montreal this weekend. Wow, they're really not doing that good. And look at this, you get a break with Montreal. You get Charlie Lindgren instead of Carey Price. Nope, loss. Florida's really struggling. They haven't scored a lot of goals and the goaltending hasn't been that good. Nope, four to one loss in your own building. They'd lost five straight before that game. Right. It's just, oh, my. You just – I don't understand. It's it, – I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know who to blame. Like, it, it was Bilesmith's fault. Now it I – don't, I don't know. It's not Murray's. Murray's gone. I'm sure, he probably picked bad players. It's – it's I, I don't know. I, it's just – I mean, we, we gave Halsey the pass for 20 games here. We're going on 20 games. Nothing's getting better. I'm not saying you to fire Halsey or anything, but, like, that excuse is going out the window now because the 20 games are passed. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. There's so many things that are so frustrating. We were talking about a lot of things. We were talking about sending players back and their, how talking on both sides of their mouth and how it took them 17 games to figure out that Sam Reinhardt should be on Jack Eichel's wing and how they can't score goals again. It's just, I don't know. Is there anything else on our list? Because it's just, and you can tell by the tone of my voice here, this podcast is not going to go well. I don't know. The goaltending's playing good, but they can't score goals now. And, I mean, it's – I don't You can go. I, I don't – I just – I'm yeah. so just tired of it already. We just started. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, 
it's everything you said and more. It's just that, and you know, it, it, for me, it, this weekend of Florida Montreal reminded me exactly of the back to back against Boston last year. Yep. Yes. If you remember that? It yep. was. These are two games. If they're going to t- turn the season around, they need to win these two games, and they lay just two giant eggs and lose both of those games. And I was feeling the same way here. And it, it's, I think that's kind of the frustrating thing is because, you know, they go in, they basically destroy Arizona. Um, they almost give for up. For 50 minutes, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. 50 minutes. They almost <laughs> lose in the end. But they, they're up 5-1. to one. They look really good. So you're like, all right. They beat a, a bad team. They put up a lot of goals. Let's see what happens. Then they get crushed by Dallas. Okay, Dallas is a good team. You can't give them power plays or they're going to score the best power Your defense is hurt. You lost first to line in. Okay, what are you going to do? Right. So you're like, oh, great. Now you're going (laughs) into a game against Washington. How bad is this going to get? Ovi scores one. You win three to one. All right. Now you you beat a good Washington team. You played probably your best defensive game of the season, not to mention. Yeah. And then you come into, which I said it at last podcast, these weekend games seem like the most important ones. They're division games. They're against teams that are struggling to. You got to win these games. You got to get points out of these games. And what do they do? They lose four to one to Florida. They lose two to one to Montreal. You get one out of three points or one out of four points. And now everybody's, we're coming into this podcast and everybody again is just frustrated. It's the same thing over and over again. I, I told you, you know, before, <laughs> before this, that it's like, six years of a bad movie doing six sequels right yeah, there's you know what there's this i know this is the sixth one and the rest of them are terrible but we got new actors this year the, yep. the explosion scenes are going to yep. be better there's a new producer you, like you know <laughs> you go watch the movie you're excited because they win a couple and then all of a sudden it's you realize it's the same thing as last six and you walk out of this uh, theater pissed off and it's just yeah. it, it, I mean, think about right. this. This early part of November, this was the this was kind of the easy part. Look at your next few games: Pittsburgh, Detroit, Carolina, Columbus, Minnesota, Edmonton, Montreal, Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh, good luck. Like I said to you earlier in the yeah. week, they haven't won in Pittsburgh since like 1982. I can't remember <laughs> the last time they won a game in Pittsburgh. Uh, Detroit, I, I don't know. It's, it's Detroit. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Carolina isn't playing well, but they'll get back on rebound against the Sabers. I think they always play good against the Sabers. Columbus just kicked your head in five to one two weeks ago. Minnesota's not playing well, but who knows? Edmonton's struggling, but it's McDavid, and he'll score 15 goals. And Montreal, all of a sudden, without Carey Price in that, oh, shocker, maybe they shouldn't pay their goal $10.5 million. They're starting to win games now. And then Tampa Bay, just hoping to keep under 20 when you play them, because good luck with that. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I, I have no confidence anymore. Like it, it's no. We're 17 games into the season, and, I mean, the Pittsburgh game is – Good lord, good luck in the Tampa Bay game. By the time that rolls around, like I don't know if I'm playing fantasy hockey, I'm gonna try to pick up every single Tampa Bay Lightning guy I can for that day and watch them have 15 points against my defense that can't do anything. And I, know. I, I just and it's, it's and like <laughs> it's not just the defense, they can't score goals anymore again. There's right. no secondary scoring. I mean, there, there's five guys that have all the scoring, and one of the five guys is ridiculously Benoit Pouliot. Like, Okay, good story, great. Pouliot's actually playing well, but we're pissing that away because our team's terrible. So it, I, I don't. I mean, I don't want to get too much into the roster now, but just in general, over the weekend, it's just it's so disappointing. I mean, that Florida game sucked the life out of me. 
Uh-huh. And the frustrating part is they come back against Montreal, have one of their better first periods of the season, and then just the second and third period just are, are again, as the game went on, just this Montreal just took over and took over, and they, they didn't do anything. Like, Lindgren played pretty well, but I don't know. Like, how many great opportunities the Sabres really have against them? Not that many. In overtime, they had one with Eichel, and, you know, if it wasn't a microcosm of the season, Bolu goes up past the puck across, his stick explodes. Pouliot, I don't know what he does, skates the other way to set up a breakaway for Montreal, and then Pacioretty ends it. So it's know, it's it just the season summed up right there in that overtime, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's both those games where the you have the, the hot start, and you and I are, you know, texting, tweeting during the first period saying – Hey, they're playing really good. They're doubling up the opponent in shots right now. But guess what? There's no goals on the board. Or one. Or there's one, right. And then the second period, they kind of fall asleep. They, the other team ties it up. And then you just know what's coming in the third. It's, and it has. It's, it's happened. It was the San Jose game, too. Yep. Um, it, it's just – it seems like they, they can't – and how many times have we said this in the last year and a half? They can't put together 60 minutes. There's – they can't do it. Whether they, they start, if they put together sixty minutes, they can't put two games together of sixty minutes too. Like, when's the last time they won three or more games in a row? Like, I honestly don't know. Last time remember, they made the playoffs in like '09. I remember. I think if you, if you remember at the end of last year, I said the last two years they had um, two three-game winning streaks all year, and that was it. And it was like the lowest in the league. Right. They just yeah. yeah they they can't put they can't put wins together and like you said you get Arizona Dallas Washington if you look at just those three two out of three wins you're feeling pretty good about that and they come yep. in and just they can't string together they they don't win the important games they don't show up when they need to and it's it's a little bit of everybody and it's it's getting to a point where it's just draining and, and, and if you think it's draining on us just imagine how the players are feeling. Jack Eichel that on his birthday when he snapped his stick in half. It's just when when nothing is going well, it's really hard to <laughs> to get picked it up to pick it up and get this uh, season turned around. And I just I, I don't see where it's going to come from at this point. Which is yeah, I mean, I mean we're seventeen up. games into the season, and <laughs> I can't wait for the season to be over at this point. I mean that, that's I mean to that point, and that's terrible. Like I, I just I'm just I'm in no mood to honestly go through a 75-point season again. Like, I, I, I'm not – like, I've lived that movie the last three or four years. Like, I, I just I'm, – I'm I don't want to do it again. I, I don't want to talk about trading Evander Kane all until February and then trading him for a third-round pick when that's only 30, 35 goal score we have on this team. Let's get him out of here and trade him away, which makes no sense, but that's what will end up happening probably. Then you have no goal scoring, but it's okay. You have Casey Middlestat coming from college – you know, so we'll put all of our hope into this 19-year-old next year who comes along. Well, hopefully Casey Middlestead just comes right in. You know, he does his job. I don't know, maybe maybe by next year we can give Justin Bailey more than 10 games to make an improvement or to show anything. And, I don't know, Alex Nylander just came back from Bogo Island today. So, well, I mean, the chances of seeing him this year are slim to none at this point because he hasn't even played a game yet. It's just it, – it, there's really – that's the frustrating part. Besides Middlestead and, I guess, Gooley, who am I looking forward to, right? I mean, I guess Aspen's coming, but he's not going to light up the land for me as a goal scorer. No. Cliff Pooh, I mean, ideally, he's a third-line center in the NHL. He's not going to come here and light it up either. So, I mean, my only top-end high-end prospect at this point is, is Middlestat. And 
I mean, again, I mean, you kind of <laughs> stepping back just kind of looks at how maybe bad Murray was of what he did. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, we tanked through we a bad team for how long? And all we have to show for it is Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt, who we think is good if he plays with Eichel, but I don't know. And then that's really it. That's, that's all we got to show for it. That is really it. For the two and a half years of miserable hockey we had to sit through, all we got out of it really is Jack Eichel and uh, all right Sam Reinhardt. And I know there's Ryan O'Reilly trade, and then there's the Vander Kane trade. Sure. So out of the two and a half years of poor hockey, we got four hockey players. That's all we got. And I don't know, Gooley, I guess, was drafted when Murray was around. So maybe that'll work out. I think he was in 13. I think that was, was Murray around 13? Maybe there was a Murray pick. I don't know. So it's, uh, it's just, it's so exhausting. And I put it on Twitter. I'm just, I'm just so sick of losing and talking about losing and just not looking forward to games anymore. And, the worst part is we're going to get to Bailey and Baptiste and all these young guys and Gooley here in a little bit. And there's just not anything exciting to look for anymore. Like what I'm looking forward to tomorrow is seeing how Sam Reinhardt does beyond yeah. that. I, I don't even care what happens. I don't, <laughs> there's really nothing else to look forward to on this team. They don't play exciting hockey. It's boring. There's no motion in it. And it's just, it, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I got a loss of words and you can tell like, Really, generally, I'm an optimistic person, and this is honestly the I think the lowest I've been on this team in a while. Like the last few years, I dealt with the losing, I understood it, I knew it was part of the process. But at some point, man, we just like I want to be a competitive team. I want to have some sort of hope that even if you don't make the playoffs at the end of the season, I'm going to be there. I don't want February to roll around and go, "Woo, Rasmus Dahlin, though, guys." You know, if we get lucky in that lottery, you never know. Like. <laughs> That's what it's been the last few years, and it's just – it's so aggravating and exhausting, and it's just not even worth it anymore. I know, and you're seeing it online already, and it's just – I am so still three months away, four months, five months away from wanting to talk about any kind of prospect. But if it keeps going down this road, I mean, like you said, what are you going to do at this point? It's it's. I don't know. I hear you. It's just – it's it's so much of – the same, the same thing is like, how's we we're supposed to bring in, you know, this up, up, uh, up tempo, fast paced hockey. We just, there's the players aren't on the roster to pull this off. And it's, it's evident. It's obvious the injuries with the back end, they just can't seem to get anything, you know, gelling together. Right. You got more people that are out. Um, it's just, again, another kind of like perfect storm of just awfulness. And it's, the bottom six is just terrible. Like, there's no way you're, that you're going to be able to play any kind of game that Housley at least talked about playing uh, when he was brought in with the roster that, that's here right now. And like you said, it's you got four guys out of the last couple of years. I mean, it's, it's because he gave up a lot to get those trades and, and to make those picks. But it's just – it's rough. I mean, looking back now, it's <laughs> – it's just it's – it, Right. It really – just thinking about it, it's like – Oh my, like, I know. And like you said, dude, it's just the, I don't mean, I don't know if you want to get into the Bailey thing now, but like, make up your damn mind. I like, cause <laughs> seriously though, because like Bacho came in and he said, okay, you know, the, the Amherst team needs to be good. Rochester needs, needs to be good. These, these kids need to be over ready. You know, I need my Jake Gensels that don't start the season here, but maybe they come in 40 games and they play the rest of the season. And you know, that's, all fine and dandy if that's what you want to do. But when you're 
and I get you have injuries, but if you're seriously all in on development, stop bringing up Bailey and Baptiste for five games and 10 games and then sending them back down. Yeah, he got injured. Maybe it's just an, an injury kind of get healthy and come back. But still, then you're asking him to get healthy, you know, score what? Four goals in five games and then be like, oh, I guess we got to bring him back up instead of just keeping him here when he had two goals in seven games, nine games. Yeah, seven. And, but, but it's not even that. I mean, because, yes, because the, Bailey's problem was that he wasn't scoring here at the NHL level. But you, you could tell. Like, he had the speed. He was using his physicality. He, you noticed him most nights when he was on the ice. He was gaining a, confidence, too. That's the thing. He was, he, was getting, he was gaining confidence as he was playing. And then you throw him back down. Like, it really has to be one or the other. You can't have this in between. Like, if, if you really are so set on developing and having the Amherst be a good team, that's fine. But have that be the, the system then. Keep those guys down for the whole time and let them develop, and then the Sabres will be bad. They're probably going to be anyways. But then bring up Kevin Porter if you need to. And Redmond. I, I, I still can't believe like he's coming up. But And Kyle Chris Kulo, who's leading the Amherst in points. Like. Right. And, and stop bringing the kids up because it's, it's just frustrating to, hey, I get to watch Bailey tonight, or hey, I get to watch Baptiste tonight. And, you know, Baptiste, don't get me wrong, he hasn't been great, but, man, it's just so frustrating for him to go back down. Erod's been hurt this whole time. Nylander, you know, hurt again, and who knows? You're probably right. We probably won't see him this year. And, and I mean, with, with Rodriguez, I mean, you damn well know he's going back to Rochester when he's ready. The way this is going, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't, couldn't see another way. And I, I even said that at the beginning of the season that it was a possibility. But, I mean, the way that they're handling things, it's, it's just like they're, there's so many injuries, but they also just don't have a game plan. They're just like pulling people up willy-nilly, sending them back down. I mean, how many defensemen have we brought up now besides Gooley? Right. And it's just the, the guy – and that's the other thing too. We talked about this before. The guys that are getting the minutes – Tennyson getting over 20 minutes on some nights. Falk, who's been playing well, don't get me wrong, getting over 20 minutes on some nights. If you're so worried about Gooley, he has to stay down so he gets the minutes and he develops and he's playing in all situations, you're telling me he can't come up here and do that? Because it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, Risto's been hurt. Scandell is sick. Bogo hasn't seen the ice. I, I just – how – and Tipin is – they're basically sending him back to Russia. <laughs> And I just – I don't know how Gooley isn't up here at least, you know, giving some speed. Then that's the other thing, too, with Bailey. You're, we, we just talked about how the bottom six is terrible. There's no speed. He can't play the system he wants to play because they don't have the players to play it. And then you're sending him back down, the guys that can actually play the system. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just – it's so – you know, I, know what I'm so sick of seeing? I'm so sick of watching Matt Molson and Jordan Nolan skate around. I, I can't. Like – yeah. Like, was it the Florida game? Like, you're down one goal, and Jordan Nolan decides, you know what, I'm going to go fight this guy. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You're about to get a power play. What are you doing? I, I don't need you to do that. It's just – it's ridiculous. Like, I have to have that guy in the lineup instead of Justin Bailey, who has two goals, which, by the way, is more or tied with everybody on this team except for five guys. And I've sent him back down to Rochester so I can watch Jordan Nolan fight people and do nothing for me. And I have to watch Matt Molson, who hasn't scored a goal since March 20th of 2017. I have to watch him go skate. who's a minus seven on this team and he barely freaking plays. But yeah, let's get Matt Molson back out there. Let's get Jordan Nolan out there. 
let's get Seth Griffith out there because he's fast and maybe he scores once in a while. But no, you know what? Fast Seth Griffith, you go in the press box and we'll just put Molson and Jordan Nolan in instead. Like it's, I mean, and if anything, like you send Baptiste back and keep Bailey here. Baptiste right. really hasn't done that much. Send Bailey, keep Bailey here. Let him, I know he just got hurt, but like, just come on, like let him play. And then you send a guy like Bailey down who played well. You know, what kind of message that send a guy like CJ Smith, who's playing really well in the minors, who maybe was on the precipice of getting called up. Like, oh man, I just saw Bailey go up and played pretty well for Buffalo, but he's back down here now. Like, geez, man, I really might not be as close as I thought he was. Like, it's, like, it's, it's crazy. Like, and you said, like, you know, it's one or the other. Like, if you're going to keep these guys down there all season long, I mean, keep them down there all season long. I get it. And honestly, though, like, they said they want to be a playoff team. Rochester's played pretty well with Baptiste and Bailey and Redmond and Fadoon and Tennyson all up here. They're winning games still. Yep. So, like, what, what, like, it's just, you know, and your minor league team is so full of veterans, of Kevin Porter, Chris Gulo, freaking Stevie Moses, who, was a hot commodity three years ago. And like, you have no prospects down there either. Besides CJ Smith, who looks like he's okay, but he's a college free agent, Bailey and Baptiste who are up and down. I mean, I know Nealander's getting, just getting back in there. So we'll see what he has. But I mean, beyond that, like, like we've said before, there's nothing in the cupboard to show for it. Yeah. You have some guys in Europe, but I don't know. It's just, and Cliff Poo, like, yeah, he's a promising prospect. He's like two or three years away. Making uh-huh. any impact in this league. And it's, I'm just, I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of watching these below average players in this team continue to get minutes, continue to play, and slow, no entertainment. They don't do anything for this team besides turn the puck over and flick it into nowhere, fall down, fight useless times, and just be a waste of space and a waste of a roster spot. While I have guys who can play this system and are fast and can be entertaining down in the minors. You know who didn't do that this year? The New Jersey Devils. Did they send Jesper Bratt down to the minors because he needed more seasoning? No, he's here. He's playing. He had some dry spells. They kept him here, and he's scoring and producing again. Other guys on that team, too. Go look at that roster. All of the young guys, they kept him up. Will Butcher, you think he'd be here for the Sabres? Nope. He'd probably be in Rochester because we got to have Rochester be pretty good. So he'd be down there, too, where he has more points than half the players in this team. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable, and I'm I'm so sick of it. And I don't know, like, yeah, Matt Molson probably goes away this summer. You know who I got now? I got Kyle Postal hug for the next five years. Who I have to deal with the next Matt Molson because that's the way it looks right now. So that's what I have to look forward to. And I don't know because we'll move Evander Kane because he's fast, he scores goals, but you know we don't want to pay him, so we're gonna get rid of him and we'll give Sam Reinhardt a bridge deal. Who looks like he really can't play in this system, and we're gonna make Reinhardt a center anyways because that makes a lot of sense because that's where he's been successful his whole career. Not on the wing with Jack Eichel. I'm done. You can go. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It just feels just, it's, you know, fake laugh hiding real pain. And just at this point, it's, it's not even, it's basically just a, a therapy for the two of us. Just rant and. I just, I'm so aggravated. I really am just, I don't know. It, it's it's nine fifty at night, and I'm screaming into a microphone about a stupid hockey team who can't win games. They they yeah. don't play a system that they talked about playing because they can't because they have the players that can do it. I don't know. One of the other players that we can do it. Do we have to rebuild again? Do we have to trade Ryan O'Reilly because he's not fast enough? Do we have to buy out Kyle Oposo and start all over again and do a rebuild for three or four years and we'll fire this GM and coach and then bring the next guys in and well look at they're so much better they'll make it better. It's just, 
I just, I can't, I, I can't, and I'm so sick of it. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe they could be talked about too. Maybe it's the football team that's not helping this whole thing because they're <laughs> a joke of a fucking team now too. And it's, I'm, I'm just so sick of watching bad <laughs> sports. I really am. I hate it. I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I think you should probably talk. I need to digress here for a few seconds. No, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's sad and funny at the same time. Cause I mean, not to get on the bills, but if, if anyone's around our age, you know, born in the 90s or just before, um, I mean, it's the, the story that keeps on giving, right? You know, that, that Jet game, for anybody, you know, in their mid to late 20s or younger is an automatic loss every year, and, and here we go again. So next week's important for them too. But, I mean, it's just the rest of this month is, like you said, I, there's some winnable games. There, there's some tough games, and then you start – you kick off December with – pit and pit home and home so it's not getting too much easier um you still gotta see tampa a bunch of times too so <laughs> <laughs> that should be interesting not Merry christmas yeah <laughs> 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 pretty much i did put my tree up by the way this week yeah, i saw but, that thanks for that <laughs> but uh you got I mean, chicago listen, in there too by the way if you if you uh, yeah and st louis your, your first games, one, two, three, four, five in December, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Colorado, Chicago, St. Louis. If you want it, Ottawa, Philadelphia, Carolina, Boston, Philly, Carolina, Islanders, New Jersey. I think every single one of those teams besides Carolina has a winning record right now. Good luck. Have fun with that. <laughs> by the way, Ottawa has Matthew Shane now, so they're actually pretty good. So that's cool. Oh, and by the way, and by the way, <laughs> this early into the season, let me, let me see if it's Shane. Let me go to the standings right now. Last time I checked, I think the Sabres were nine points out of a playoff spot already, and we're 17 games. They're nine points out of a playoff game, playoff spot, 17 games into the season. Nine points out. Oh, and the team you're chasing uh, just got really better because they have Matt Duchesne. So forget that. But you know what? Let's let's worry about the wild card here. So let's see, 21, 13. So the Sabres are eight points Islanders out. Islanders and Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Islanders and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll catch them all right. Just, there's no hope. It's it's a lost season already. And that's another thing. If it's a lost season too, I don't know. Maybe bring the kids up. And like, like it's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I will say to your point. Um, the other night when Reinhardt was on Eichel's wing, he he was probably the most noticeable. I've, I've seen him probably all year. He looked really good. They had a lot of chances early on. I think it was the second second shift of the game. They should have scored. I think uh, Reinhardt whiffed on a bouncing puck, and then Eichel did as well. Um, yeah, they're getting chances. They look really good. It's crazy because that, that, that kind of worked last year until Bison yeah. broke that up. But I mean, it's Halsey came in. He's like, you know what we shouldn't do is we shouldn't put that line of work back together next season. And that's the weird thing, too, is, is I don't know if you feel like that they feel like they just have to make changes because they don't want to be the same as last year or what, but it's just, it's the same thing with the power play. Like yeah, they, they threw in the best power play in the league somehow. Yeah. You had the best power play in the league and all of a sudden you're switching all the, the guys around and your first unit isn't really your first unit. And cause you're trying to have two good units, but I mean, that's just not how power plays are. You have one, really, last year, really good you had unit. one good unit. And the second one was having a man who can shoot into the mist and he scored a couple times. Like, but no, your works. first power play just just dominated. 
and it should. And you've seen it when those guys are on the ice, when it's, you know, Reinhardt, Eichel, O'Reilly at the time, Rissalainen and Oposo. They're moving the puck well. They're moving well. That's the other thing. They're just not moving their feet. No, just all, all, all it is is, is their passes at the top of the umbrella. And those three guys pass it back and forth. They don't move their feet. They stay in that spot. It's so easy for defenders to just sit in their box and go, okay, you three right. can pass it around. And then, yeah, eventually one of them shoots it into somebody's shin pads and it goes wide. And then it goes on the ice and never get back in the zone again. It's, you know, it, it, they're forcing it. Like last season, if you watch power players from last season, it's, there, there was cross ice passes. There was boom, boom, boom. And like somebody was shooting yeah. quickly and they were getting the defenders moving. And there's none of that this year. It's so easy to defend the power play. You just, you stand there and you just let them pass on the outside for like a minute or so. And eventually they'll shoot and just block it. Or they'll shoot it wide. And then you just shoot it on the ice and they'll, their zone entries are so bad. They'll never get back in again. I will say it was funny. Was it the, the Washington game where Eichel said he heard the fans saying you should shoot more? And yes. Maybe they should yes. be right. Yeah. <laughs> That game, though, that was the one where he had the, the two-on-one with Nolan. <laughs> and yeah. He, like, he, he was, he was about to pass, and he saw Nolan. He was like, nope, no, I'm going to try to shoot this really fast. <laughs> he tried to toe drag it and lost it. But even so, though, I, I, I don't think it's wrong. I think he, he does need to shoot a lot more than he does. I think he, oh, yeah. he looks for the pass way too much. Even when he did do that toe drag and lost the puck, he picked it up and tried to stick handle again. Like, you're five feet from the net. Fire it on the net. Yeah. Um, it's just little things like that. I, I really feel like it's just funny because Pommerville then later, it might even been that game or it was the Florida game, came down on a three-on-one and shot it. And I think it was Florida because I think it was Wong who got a piece of it and went off the crossbar. Yeah, At first was. I was like, I was mad he shot, but I'm like, well, <laughs> you got to can't have it both ways. So yeah, it was a good shot. He, I mean, he had the area, he just missed it, just hit the top of the pad and, and went off the bar. But it's stuff like that where Eichel needs to be a little more selfish. And I don't know if it's hard because you're on a line with Kane to, you know, to be more selfish with the puck, but it really doesn't seem that way, at least not as much the last couple of games. I I feel like he, he has the puck and he needs to use the speed too. That's driving me nuts. He, yeah. He's toe dragging too much in the, the neutral zone. And, and when he, as soon as he gets to the defense, uh, he's not using his speed to try and split the defenders. No, he's waiting for he's basically like he's I think he's waiting for his teammates to catch up, but at the same time he's allowing the defense to catch up. Like just right. just just go. Oh. Just go. Yeah, the other man Kane, he's fast, he'll catch up. Like Sam Reinhardt's smart, you're playing with him now. He'll he'll figure out where to go. Just go. Right. right. I mean, if you gotta curl back behind the, the net and go around, then all those guys should be basically coming in into the slot with speed. So I right. you should be able to find any of those guys and that a couple like I'm not going to get on Michael here because he obviously he's one of the guys that is actually performing. But yeah, I mean he's he's pretty much a point. I think he's just under a point per game play at this point. So I'm not gonna. I know he's not right. scoring, but he's creating goals still. Right, and it's just but I the, those things do if if he's gonna you know take his his game and the team to the next level. Those two things are definitely the, the two that he needs to focus on and, and start doing. Hopefully that's what he's being told. You know during practice on in the locker room. But, I mean, Reinhardt, it'll definitely be nice to see him on the wing. It, I hope it stays that way at least through the end of the month so we can get a good look at it. Um, I feel like we're just all over the place here, but it's kind of how it is this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's just – it's a mess. It's a mess just like they are. So, yeah. But, I mean, I mean again, I mean, they got to get healthy you... too. They got to yeah. get healthy. But who knows what – you know, who knows? Uh, George is back, I guess, and 
I thought Bullyu's been fine since he's been back. I mean, he's yeah been noticeable. He's been pitching. He's been playing up in the play, so that's good. But and you got to get Risto back and, I don't know, find out if Bogosian was kidnapped or not or what's going on there and <laughs> Poor just get some semblance of a, of, a, of a defense, you know. And that's by the, the way, thing, I'm, yeah. I'm on Sabres.com. I just saw that uh, Eichel play, by the way, that two-on-one where he whipped him. That's, a, that's good to watch that again. Oh, did, yeah, see? And they he picks it up again and tries to stick handle. <laughs> he did, yeah. I don't know why, but anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, you haven't you haven't seen – well, we haven't seen a, a healthy team in, like, three years. Right. But uh, you haven't seen a healthy defense this entire season. Nope, not um, one game. So, so it would be nice to – I mean, because who even knows? If, if you're putting McKay with Bogosian or the Bristline and Scandella, McKay, Bogosian, Bolu. And McCabe. Yes, or no, Bolu and I guess Bolu and Falk and Falk's played well enough to stick around, so there you go. Sounds good to me. And that sounds it sounds like a, a serviceable defense. Right. But, but you haven't seen anything even close to that. You've had Tennyson, you've had Redmond, you've had Fadoon, who I Fadoon I do like. I, I think he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves for I agree. what yeah. he does. Um yeah, it's just there's just no there's no consistency with the team, but there's no consistency with who's playing on a night to night basis as well. And it's just top to bottom. It's, it's it's maddening. It really is to this point. It's, I feel like you 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 get on kind of a topic here, and then you kind of just fall back into everything that's going crazy, insane, wrong. And here we are, in the, the middle of November. Help me. Yeah, seventeen games in, just begging for mercy, like just with with Pittsburgh on tap. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I think it's gonna get worse here. You know, what are the What's the Batman saying? The night is always darkest before the dawn. Is that how it goes? I mean, I think that's <laughs> something like that. We're we're at that point where I'm trying to pull the optimistic phrases out now. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, I'm I'm out of words. I really am. And it gets it gets the exhausting part we've talked about too, where it's we're just we're just saying the same things over and over again. I'm talking about the same exact thing. We're talking about a losing team, same issues. They can't score. The defense isn't that good. The goaltending has its days, but it has its bad days. And I don't know, the coaching is, I think, okay, but they're not playing the system and they're not as fast as I said they were going to be. And they can't freaking pass, which is the most annoying thing in the world, by the way, is NHL yeah. team can't pass for anything. And that's part of why they're not at that quick of a team. Because when they do play well and they do pass, like in the Washington game, and they had clean breakouts, they're a much quicker team. But that happens once every four weeks, so. You know, that's, that's how that goes. But I don't know. I mean, again, like you said, this is like a therapy session episode because both you and I are just yelling random things into the microphone about random <laughs> stuff that's on our mind. And uh, I feel better about venting a little bit, but I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to watch the game tomorrow I was gonna say. against Pittsburgh and I'm going to go want to jump off a cliff. I mean, <laughs> the only reservation for me maybe is I'm in California for the next – from Thursday to Monday. So, God willing, I'm, I'm going to miss the games over the weekend if they're awful. So, I won't – to put myself through that except i'll probably be one of the awful poor people that decides to watch the game back when just to torture myself so i know what happened but um we'll see <laughs> i don't know i don't know i, I, I mean, mean i hope it was a good episode i hope people enjoy listening to it and they understand our frustration because there's frustrated people too you know it's 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 on both ends you know there's people who are frustrated about various things and uh it's just it all comes back to the same thing where it's you know it's 
it's just all these years of building and building and building. And there's, there's really just, there's no hope in sight either. Like days like today and seasons like now, it's hard to be optimistic. We'll go, well, next year we'll fix this and this and this and no, maybe it'll be better. But we've had that conversation for three summers now. <laughs> we, mm-hmm. we have. And it's, it, it's like a, it's like in the point where it's, I don't know, show me first, you know, the, the I'm about to pull the George Bush line out here. You fool me once, shame on me. Uh, you just fool me twice. You got me. <laughs> you, just, you, can't get, you just can't get fooled again. Like, you know, like that's, <laughs> that's the point I'm getting at now. It's, I don't know. Whatever. I've said it all like 15 times here because I really don't. I don't say anymore. Yeah. I guess it's probably a yeah. good spot to end the episode unless you have more to talk about because I don't. I, I've yelled my thing to the microphone, what I'm displeased about. I don't There's know. a lot. Positive. There's you want some positives? CJ Smith's playing well. There's your positives. That, that's all I got for you. And Nylander might be healthy. And Nylander might be healthy. Yippee. <laughs> Hopefully he plays well in Rochester so I have some hope over the summer that they might be good next year. Next year, next year, next year, next year. Always next year. <laughs> One day it'll be this year. Isn't that how it goes in Buffalo sports? Oh, God. It's always next year. I don't know. Do you got anything else? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, like you said, it really comes down to just the kids that are in and out of the lineup. There's so many injuries. Hopefully they eventually get healthy here and we can see a, a healthy team for a certain amount of time. I know we initially said give it to 20 games, but I think it's we're at 17. Pretty much seen, yeah. seen enough that you know how the season's going to go. And like I said, even if they do start to turn around here, you probably dug yourself in such a hole that it's going to be hard to kind of get out of anything at this point. Um, we'll, we'll see a fully healthy team with 20 games to go, and it'll you know give us hope for next year. Look at them, they go to healthy. They were yeah. good. Look at that. Yeah. Until they, yeah, I just I think the most interesting thing to me is. And we kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, I know you're looking to end the episode, but... No, no, go ahead. It's kind of... Since it's a, it is a new regime and, a, you know, a new office, where's the breaking point for them and what do they do? Because something's got to change eventually. Like, you're not going to go 82 games. Because that's mostly what Murray got in so much trouble for last year, that he didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, they're both so they're both so optimistic. Like, if I hear Housley tell me after one more loss that, like, yeah, but we did some things well, so it's really not that bad. Oh, come on, man! Yeah, like, like there's that. And if I hear Ryan O'Reilly tell me one more time too that he's awful at hockey, I, I might, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, I don't, I don't get hearing that every three games. If you think you're so bad at hockey, go play better. And really, he hasn't played that bad. But like, stop, stop telling me every three games that you're awful. Like, okay, fine, stop doing that then. Don't play awful. Play better. <laughs> and like it put the sad part, but he really hasn't played that bad over the last no, no, 10 he games. Hasn't. Is it, it's just I, a frustrating thing. And then like, they think, have Botterill come on and say, oh, but we're, you know, everyone's getting used to their system. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not as bad as it looks. And there's new defensive in and out. Just, oh my gosh, just stop being so optimistic sometimes. Like, just, just tell me you want to trade somebody. Like, just, I don't know. Right. Just give me something. I, and that's what I mean. Be I angry what, for five minutes. I wonder what it's going to be. What What is that trade going to be? Who is it going to be? Is it a Reinhardt that moves? Is it a Kane that moves? If it is a Kane that moves, how do you, you know, not twist it, but how, how do you replace goal scoring? How do you And how do you replace it on your team? Your team can't score goals. You're going to take the, the number one goal scorer off this team. And then and a blue check Eichel. I think you're going to take, take the most. 
because Eckler doesn't shoot as much. Like it right. is what it is right now. So Evander Kane is your number one goal scorer on this team. Not your play creator, your play generator. That's Eichel. Your number one goal scorer and finisher on this team is Evander Kane, and you were going to trade him off this team and sell to me the second or third round pick that I got for that in February is going to make this team better. Like where? Where? That's top sell, and that's why I think I'm so interested to hear it. If that's it, if that is what yeah. happens. So is it? Yeah, I mean, there's. There's things to look forward to, but I think it's unfortunately about two months away here. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully they... hang on tight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they and I think we will do better as the season goes on here. But I think this is a much needed therapy session of yeah, just screaming. I mean, we, I mean, the good thing is about having this type of season is we know how to podcast this type of season. So. Well, uh, we've had experience in this type of season, so where we're going to be in trouble is when they're a winning team. Not going to know what to do. We're gonna... I know. We're actually have to keep up. <laughs> I, that is probably the funniest thing to me is a couple weeks ago when we announced the the video breakdowns. We we're just like, we can't do this every week, right? No, like, you can't. No. And, I, and how much like I like I want to put some positive video in some of this, and I, I can't even do that. There's there's nothing. They got me to break down the one goal game they have. This is the one good play they have, and here it is. And that's what happened. See how they... All right, assigned to pull up the 15, 14 bad plays. Wee! <laughs> here's Bolu tripping over the blue line and giving Gallagher yeah. a breakaway. Yeah, here's Bolu's stick exploding, and here's Ben Rapoliat skating backwards and panicking and just losing the puck. And here's Antipin doing a spinorama and, and giving a breakaway to a Panther player. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyways, I think that's it for this week because <laughs> there's so much I can do. Yep. Uh, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at BTB Hockey. Uh, interact, invent with us because that's the point we're all at right now. Uh, hopefully we'll have some more YouTube videos coming. Uh, probably after my little work trip here, I've, I have some ideas that Bill and I will get behind the microphone and talk about some probably bad video to show you guys. Um, and make sure you subscribe, rate, share on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Make sure you check us out on the Grandstand Sports Network. And also make sure you're checking out Die by the Blade. Uh, and if you want to vent about games, uh, check out the Die by the Blade game thread because that is a good avenue for that. So, got some anger up, Bill. Got some frustration out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how the rest of the week goes. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how many I don't knows we had in this episode because <laughs> it felt like there's a thing, lot. They, they had something to call the episodes. I don't know. That'll be the heading. <laughs> I don't know. Well, guys, I don't know. We'll see you next exactly. week. <laughs> That'll be if this week goes as like they go zero and three. That's gonna be your episode next week. I'm gonna flick the mic on, talk for ten minutes. And I'm gonna go. I don't know. And then you're gonna go. I don't know either. And then that'll be it. And then we'll do our <laughs> spiel at the end, and that'll be your episode. Just. <laughs> I, I, I just can't talk about it anymore. I can't. So, yeah. There it is. That's it. Got this one out of the way. I, I feel better. I really do feel better. I, I feel better that I, I vented a little bit. <sighs> yeah, Listening back, I might, I might hit myself and cry to myself, but right now I feel better. <laughs> I probably. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, for me, it's the kids and the injuries, and we'll see. We shall see. So, try to enjoy it. Um, it's hockey one of the best sports in the world try to enjoy it 
if the Sabres will be that bad and frustrating you, flick on like another channel. That I, I swear there's better hockey games going on, so you could probably find one somewhere. Uh, but I don't know. Hopefully the Sabres get better. Hopefully it makes it more entertaining. Tampa Bay is a fun team to watch. Tampa Bay is a really <laughs> fun team to watch. So if you can get a glimpse of them, check that out. And then you'll understand why Bill and I keep saying hopefully we can keep another 20 that game. Um, it's going to be a buzz. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we're out of here for this week. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the venting and the yelling because we don't do that very often, but obviously we're passionate this week, very passionate about our losing. Uh, so come back, talk with us, listen again. Talk to you soon. See ya. See ya. Yeah. <laughs>